Hello, 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 and welcome back to Raw, a podcast where I get to talk about whatever I want, however I want. And this time, I believe it's the fourth episode, this time, I'd like to actually use this as an opportunity to um, give a little update, life update. Not that anyone is interested, but I am, and that's what counts. <laughs> um, that sounded really self-centered, but I mean, just... I'm literally sitting with a microphone in my hand, the size of my face, and um, talking to a screen, or, well... To a certain extent, I'm kind of talking to myself. So, um, the selfishness factor doesn't really count here, I guess. Moving on. Um, I like to use this episode as a sort of diary, audio diary, I guess. And also... um, want to chat about a couple of things that I've learned uh, reflecting on 2023 moving on to 2024 um, I think and I hope that you feel the same way about yourself uh, when reflecting on the year 2023 I've learned so much I've grown a lot and I feel like it was a To a certain extent, difficult year in some ways, but in other ways also a year in which I um, I had to go through to realize certain things about who I am, what I like, what I don't like. It was like a, a like a like a learning year for me, like a. a I'm in my early 20s, right? So I guess I'm going to have a a couple more of those. Or perhaps um, you're a bit older than me listening to this and you're thinking, well, that's that feeling is never going to subside or or leave Um, every every year. You can reflect on on your life and think, oh, fuck, like I'm a totally different person than when I started um, this year or the past year. Or um, if you don't feel that way, you probably look back on the year and think, damn, I, 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 I've grown a lot. I've changed in, I've changed my opinion in certain ways about certain things. And I, I also see things differently. So anyway, let's dive right into my learnings for 2023. I'd like to mainly focus on my relationship with other human beings (laughs) it sounds a bit weird but um i feel like that's something that has um made a significant impact on my life is the way that i treat others and the way they treat me especially has a big impact on my life and the kind of decisions that i make and, and and the kind of feelings that i feel and I've 
I've sort of started caring less about what about that specific part like um when other people I'm I'm like an empath I guess that's what you call it right when you feel other people's feelings pretty deeply um say your friend or your family member or someone you know um feels sad happy excited whatever um the likeliness of or or the likelihood of me feeling the same way because they feel that way is higher than I think most people I can I can feel feelings or I feel feelings deeply um based on others um state of mind and um that if you if you're an empath and you cannot control maybe control is not the right way right word to use but if you can't if you have trouble regulating the way that you respond to the empathetic part of you you can run into trouble especially when it comes to your mental health so something that I learned especially during this year is that no matter what how other people are responding to your emotions or like okay now I'm turning it completely around but let me stick to 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 one thing at a time um when when other people feel a certain way um that is negative like sadness or oh man when someone's feeling like generally like pessimistic that's the worst for me like if someone's pessimistic it's super hard for me to also like to like turn the situation around or to like comfort them because I I I think I'm a pessimist as well to a certain extent I everybody's a pessimist to a certain extent or an optimist to a certain extent so but when it comes to like reality my pessimistic side often takes over if I don't like if I don't keep it on a leash right so I'm like um because your pessimistic side is it it's the natural um like thing that tells you what is realistic and what is not realistic so if you have dreams your pessimistic side is the one that like the little little like um creature on your shoulder that tells you uh, whether or not those things are attainable or not okay um oops let me quit my messaging app so anyways optimism pessimism em- empathetic people or people who feel feel feelings more deeply than others uh yeah like empathy is a great thing 
but you have to you have to regulate it if you're feeling empathy like empathy towards every single person's feeling especially for example if you're working in a team and you feel too much empathy towards those people you end up like diminishing your productivity to a certain extent as well and like it ends up ruining your day too and I mean like those experiences negative experiences that they had or um, this is also like for any I always say that it's like any group of human beings as soon as human beings are grouped together the same social factors apply so in this in some cases it's in a team in some cases it's in a family in some cases it's in a relationship whether it's romantic or a friendship or whatever even relationships with with strangers I mean um, as soon as you're grouped together um, you deal with this kind of shit right so keep your don't keep your empathy to yourself but learn and build on yourself to become a better empath right so use this superpower to a certain extent like like it's kind of superpower right use the superpower for the better not for the worse in terms of it bringing you down too or you feeling too excited or too too like um hopeful about a situation that might not be um worth being enthusiastic about because it goes both ways being happy about something or excited about something um that is like unattainable for you or for like the people that you're feeling empathetic towards uh it's not necessarily worth getting your hopes up or like following the same path um, even though it might seem exciting so I don't really hear a lot of people talking about that side of of empathy it's usually the the, the negative like the the negative spectrum of feelings that um, people tend to to talk about not the positive ones because both can have a a negative impact on you yes um happiness or smiling or whatever is like what's that saying smiling is contagious but also take it with a spoon of salt or a a spoon of salt what a pinch of salt take it with a pinch of salt um regulate your emotions um allow yourself to make decisions within uh, each emotion that you're feeling i hope this makes sense to someone um hit me up (laughs) if you want to talk about this more but um i'm going to move on to the next uh topic which um reflecting on last year i traveled quite a bit um compared to what i usually um what my year usually looks like and um it was 
some of some of it was actually quite unex- unexpected and i happily um in like i have i what what could i say like i um and ha- i happily encourage these kind of experiences um in my life right now because i am 23 and um there's nothing holding me back from like spending a week in like portugal or or which which i will bring up um in just a bit or like um going going to you know going to a, see a new place for 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 a uh defined period of time spending it with with uh, people that you like uh, getting to know those people um i feel like that's something that especially when you are um when you're so focused on your career or when you're so focused on your studies which in my case had been quite relevant um in the last five years um I mean I finished university I started my first job both were both were pretty stressful I moved to a new country new continent new language whatever um you know paid myself through university and I was always focused on the logistics of life like you know like what's next okay here's a list of like here's a to-do list get get this this next module out of the way done exam done what's next like graduation final exams done um which actually I should chat about that as well so let me add that to my list um graduation ceremony I'll talk I'll tell you later so um yeah and I was just I just felt like hyper focused all that time on um hitting the next milestone and now I'm like this year I think the last quarter of 2023 and the start of this year and I I believe the rest of the year is going to be the pretty uh similar vibe I have the opportunity for the first time in my life to get to know myself I don't necessarily have to do a degree I don't necessarily have to like um you know there there's no there's no new pressures on me or no overhead responsibilities other than like work and life so for the first time I feel like a like an it feels so cringe to say that um like an adult having to make her own decisions and having the agency to do so and it's a little like scary actually because suddenly nobody 
nobody's there to tell you what to do. Suddenly there's no like professor um, giving you a checklist of what you need to, to study for the next exam. Or suddenly there's no parent um, like giving you advice on, on the, your next steps in life, right? So uh, suddenly you're like financing everything yourself, like your life, your um, your hobbies, everything, you know, like I'm responsible for myself. And that's a pretty big, like, like huge realization. I know that I have been for a while, um, but for some reason it's like hitting hard now. Um, so I'll tell you about my graduation ceremony coming up. So I studied through the University of London, which is a, okay, it's obvious. They're based in London. It's a uh, university with quite a few different faculties. It's ginormous, got so many students, and they also offer like um, online bachelor's degrees and stuff like that, which is really, really cool. Um, They were like the first ever university to offer online education or distance education as they call it um like back in the 90s and that was uh where when like we didn't even have uh internet connections so they did everything uh manually but anyways uh, i think that's pretty cool and it's like i love the university because they really want to um you really get the vibe that they want to change education for uh, people who are in positions like I had been um, when I started my degree. Um, I was uh, moving to, to Switzerland and, and at the time I, I couldn't afford going to university here. And I also couldn't really commit to a full-time study schedule where I had to be at at school um, in person every single day I I couldn't afford it Um, I didn't have someone to 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 pay my university fees I had to somehow find find a way to make money to to pay my my university fees while while studying Um, which that experience I'm super grateful for now because it taught me a lot about personal finance and also entrepreneurship to a certain extent, which is super cool. And um, although I don't consider myself like a fully fledged entrepreneur, um, I I do really love the scene and I really like to um, explore that further in 2024. But anyways, um, graduation ceremony, it's weird because I I hope that my microphone is not picking up the noises from outside because my window is open. But as I was saying, um, graduation ceremony is next year, April. Weird, very weird. End of April, actually. And I technically graduated in May of this year, <laughs> like um, one whole year apart. Have you ever heard of that, where your graduation ceremony and your actual graduation is like a year apart? Man, 
I've already forgotten that I've that I've like graduated this year. Well, I was even thinking of like skipping it, but I want to wear the gown. That's the only reason why why I'm going to travel to to London. I'm just going there to wear the gown. <laughs> um, I want to throw my hat in the air. Ah, I want that chapter to be like um closed. So I think it will help me to to feel some sort of sense of unity to a certain extent because when you're uh studying over distance um you don't have the same opportunities that other students have to like um meet in person have study sessions together in person oh how i romanticize university like in person university i think it must be one of the most wonderful experiences while being one of the most irritating experience probably because i'm spoiled i've been uh studying mainly from home and i've also been working from home um since i started my career um yeah <laughs> so i don't know what it's like uh what is a desk job at an office like i i i would like to experience that one day um what is a university like or what is it like um working toward towards a common goal in a in a in a f- like um physical room with other human beings i don't know what that's like i i i know what google meet feels like that's wonderful but um anyways i'm trailing off here updates uh, i was talking about um traveling so i went to the us i spent two weeks in the us last year with my beautiful and lovely husband and we rented a camper we went up to the sequoia national park if you ever like plan to go that side um man i highly 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 recommend renting a camper and driving across california just f- it's it's bliss pure bliss you can literally camp pretty much anywhere where you feel safe of course and um we used a company called indie campers and they're actually have fantastic prices um compared to compared to even like um car rental services if we were to go up uh, if we were to travel with a rental car and um staying at hotels along the way we would firstly be limited in terms of where we could um travel or where we could go because we would need to tr- we would need to literally like plot out the route and um find places to sleep that are not disgusting and gross and have bed bugs or whatever and that are also relatively well priced which in California you will not find I'm telling you right now um and that are clean and nice very difficult to find 
Um, and you need like what, 14 nights or like 13 nights if you go for two, two weeks. So yeah. Um, the cost of, uh, staying at hostels or, um, like hotels or whatever, or motels or whatever along the way, um, and renting a car, uh, would be like double the price per day, um, than if you were to, to go with a camper. And now I'm really giving you tips, but if you, um, plan to, if, if this sounds enticing to you and you want to go with indie campers, I really recommend getting the one with the, um, like heating, uh, with a, what is it called? It's not a geezer. It's a, um, I don't know, but there's a unit, um, on the, on the vehicle that, um, uses, uh, that generates electricity, ah, generator, that's the word. It's a generator and, uh, it can heat up the vehicle when you're in colder remote places, uses the, the petrol from the vehicle or the gas <laughs> from the vehicle and, um, heats up the the interior so you can sleep or chill or whatever uh, nice and cozy even in the most remote and cold of places so um yeah it sounds like a fucking ad advertisement here but it's not um it's just i really loved the experience and i would really love to do it again highly 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 recommend that um, so we went up to the Sequoia National Park. The idea was to go to Yellowstone. Oh, no, no, no. Um, what's it called? Uh, let me check. What's up there? What's it called? Mama, um, mama. I don't know. I, uh, whatever. I'll put it in the show notes. I forgot. Well, for some reason, um, the end destination was quite far away. So um, we ended up going to... We ended up just like chilling around the Kings Canyon and Sequoia National Parks for a couple of days. And that was so cool. We just slept under the giants. It was amazing. I would... I just can't wait to do it again, honestly. And then we came home. I was working from home for a week then. After that, I left for Turkey, Istanbul. And um, the reason why I had gone to this wonderful and diverse and beautiful uh, city was to meet a good friend of mine and colleague, um, Roya. She's at my, she's, we've been friends for a while now. And I think that she would agree but we've decided to take it to the next level I guess with um, this trip that we planned together and it was just so cool um, it was cold surely but um, we enjoyed it we were co-working um, by the way she's out she's the in my team she is the head of design so that's really cool 
and um i just i just love this woman she's 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 amazing she's uh, talented intelligent um she ticks all the boxes of uh, what uh, a friend a friend actually means uh, to me so um another thing is um that uh, we don't see each other very often um in person so the only time that we had actually had the opportunity to to meet in person was um in 2022 we went to dubai it was like a team team uh, meetup in uh, dubai and then um that was pretty much the only time that we had the opportunity to meet in person that was really cool but we see each other every single day we know each other like the back of our hands <laughs> it's quite strange i guess to to hear if you're used to the like um in person hustle or grind and um yeah we're fully remote so um but it was just super cool to be able to spend a week together uh exploring the city and and you know um co-working while doing so super cool and can't wait for the next uh occurrence then i also went to um which is a segue into my next topic um for this episode is uh lisbon so if you are in the startup uh world and you then you and and you're residing in Europe you probably know about web summits in Lisbon Portugal it happens every year um i know some people who have been who have been going for 9 years uh oh no 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 10 years 10 years and that's quite impressive um it and also to be honest the um experience was really cool i've been to a couple of uh, conferences like that and this year i plan to go to a few as well i already booked my tickets for next year or the company already booked my tickets for next year uh oh wait no not next year this year damn for the end of the year like october or something november i guess and uh, web summit was uh, really amazing we um very exhausting though we spent all week networking getting to know people we also had a booth um presenting our services what we do talking to awesome founders um startup founders in europe or also we 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 got to meet a couple of people who work like offshore which was nice um not as applicable to like what what we're doing right now but anyway really cool to have those connections and then um right so this brings in this this is the segue i i wanted to actually take some time to talk about how we as human beings build relationships whether they are uh, personal romantic whether they are business relationships whatever 
family relationships. Um, I wonder if I can walk to close my window with my microphone still in my hand. Let's let's give it a try. Okay, done. Success. So, anyways, um, as I was saying, relationship building is a complex thing, and I feel like um (laughs) it takes it takes your whole life i was about to say years but it takes your whole life of learning and growing and um like even research to a certain extent and um i will get to that in a bit but um it takes your whole your whole life to learn how to build sustainable uh healthy and here's the most important part relationships that bring value to both your life and um the opposite uh not the opposite but the the other party involved in the relationship so what I mean by this is I, I'm no expert. I'm just like talking about my observations um, as a 20-something idiot trying to uh, navigate this, the business world and, and uh, like my personal life. But what I noticed is um you can be friends or you can find value in pretty much any relation or any relationship with a person that you that comes that you come across and this might sound like unhinged or this might sound like out of line but um it's all about how di- how deep you dig and how deep you're willing to dig. So, yes, this takes time um, to explore and ask people questions. And it also takes, like, uh, it takes skill to ask the right questions to build value in any relationship right um but once you learn how to read people better and once you learn how to um how what kind of questions and and um stuff to 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 ask and dig deep into um you start to realize that you can have a relationship with anybody in this in this world and it will be it will be what you make of it although there are two parties it's a it's not it's a 50-50 relationship always or it goes it goes both ways but um if you're willing to like um initiate digging deeper you will be able to um get some some kind of value out of that so something that I realized is that 
people like me in this age or in this age group generally tend to stick stick to people in terms of like making friends specifically as well uh, that are in a similar age group so like let's say from 20 to like age 25 or 26 something I don't know something like that but this is this is to me the dumbest thing that you could ever do if you're not like broadening your um scope of relationships in your life and you have much of the same what are you learning and who are you how how do you plan to to grow if you're surrounding yourselves yourself with people who are similar to you like that whole birds of a feather flock to their flock together kind of thing um what value are you building for yourself you're only learning more of the same or more versions of the same things and I don't think that is valuable for your life especially when you're younger and you're a career starter you should be reaching reaching out to and and like building relationships with people who can mentor you through this like pretty difficult part of your life because at this point like your parents can't help you with the questions that you've got not always not like when we were kids you know you're you're like um trying to follow a career path or trying to figure out what you want to do with your life your family can't necessarily help you with that you have to find the right connections to build a life that you want to help build a life that you want and you have to be asking the right questions to get there and um you can't be sticking to the to the same people that that have been giving you advice since you were a kid or you can't be sticking only to uh people your age because you're going to have much of the same experience although it's very 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 fruitful to have conversations um in order to for example vent or um like hear some different takes on a specific situation um something that i see a lot is like girlfriends talking to each other about their relationships asking for advice and stuff like that that's all good and well but you know if you're going to hear much of the same perspectives how are you growing it's just my my little input and um my advice is to reach further don't be afraid to uh be vulnerable because it can be a bit scary to to um talk to people who are who seem like they're not in your league i hate that saying because there's no such thing there is literally no such thing if you are um quiet and shy and not willing to ask questions you're po- you're as much part of the problem as people are who are in for example in 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 the corporate world or in also in in life and 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 personal 
relationships you're as much of the uh the problem as uh if you're not standing up for yourself as the person who's bullying you or as the person who's looking down on you because um, you're not giving them a reason not to right so um prove yourself don't be afraid of doing so and um work towards better relationships i'm reading this book right now by the way i'm i'm really sorry if i triggered anyone or if i like um i'm being too brutally honest but um you know that's what you uh that's what you're going to hear from me it uh, in the end it's a podcast called raw for a reason it's my raw opinion about whatever I like to talk about, whenever I like to talk about it. So anyways, uh, let me quickly check what this book is called. Aha! It's this book called Social Chemistry by Marissa King. I think I mentioned it in the last episode briefly. But um, the subtitle is Decoding the Patterns of Human Connection. Man, is this a good read. I don't know how old this book is. Um, I don't want to like page to the first page because I'm going to going to lose my spot in the book. Because um, I'm I'm reading it on my on my iPad. But anyway, highly recommend if you want to learn about the types of um, relationship builders uh, people are. I had. I literally never thought about it this way. That people build relationships differently and also upkeep their relationships differently. I'm not 100% sure what kind of uh, relationship or what 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 does she call it? Like what kind of network I have? Because there are a couple of different types of networks. Um, if I... Maybe I can Google it. The types of networks. Marissa King. I think I have a screenshot somewhere. But anyway, let's Google it and check. Aha. There's the expansionist, the broker or the convener. And like, ah, she's got a website. Cool. So go to marissaking.com and you can you can read up on that. And, um, yeah, I, I just think that this is such a cool, like, um, way of viewing the world and, and viewing the kind of relationships that we build with, with others. She also talks about, uh, like, what kind of impact that your type of network has on your life personally and professionally and that's just too cool I feel like I'm a little bit of a a mix of all three but maybe everybody feels this way I don't think I'm not sure I, sh- I should finish reading the book I'm like 23% through but um and I'll maybe talk about it in a in a further episode episode um about the stuff that I've learned but yeah, so cool to learn about that and also so insightful for especially if you're somebody who who likes to network like I do. Um 
Yeah. So uh, another life update. Let me move on from traveling and networking and the relationship building and stuff. Another little update is that woohoo, I finished my uh, Scrum Master certificate. That means I am now officially certified. Um, I'm quite happy about that. It's something that I've always wanted to to do. It's been on my to-do list for over a year. And I think it's a stepping stone for me. I learned quite a lot in that certification. And um, if you are in product management or product development uh, of any kind, you will know what a Scrum is. But to give you a short description or a short uh, to give you some understanding of what scrum is is it's a um, it's part of the agile framework um, used by uh, used by teams who build stuff and deliver value and Basically, it's like a methodology to get work done in in like small increments. Um, it's an empirical like uh, value delivery system or, or methodology that helps you to collaborate better with other people. And um, I, I just think that this is... There are some problems that I have with the framework. Maybe I can like make a, another episode ab- about that because I've got about 15 minutes or so left on this episode. Um, but it really did open my eyes in terms of some questions that I had. Um, as Because I w- I've been working as a project manager for the last year and a half. Um, at a digital agency or like web agency here in Switzerland and um, I guess I've I've uh, talked about that a little bit in some previous uh, recordings but um, Agile and I've been using Agile I've been watching lots of YouTube videos about it and educating myself that way but really doing a like in-depth course about it um, helped me to understand uh, certain concepts like something that I didn't know was um, the about the values of Scrum and Agile, uh, the Agile framework. So it's like, uh, if I don't, uh, if I remember correctly, it's like um, focus, courage, commitment, openness and respect, right? Um, and Oh my god. I know it sounds really like me like silly of me saying but I don't know putting words to concepts really helps you to feel like an identity is formed or you feel identified with this uh this framework and you can sort of embody it in your culture as a team. Um if you have words for these specific things like scrum is like fundamentally a methodology that is based on trust which is something that i think that i find so cool and humane 
like a lot of people always like um view view uh product development or like like development of of any kind um software development of any kind as something that is stale and dry but dude it's the complete opposite of that the total total opposite and developers are just as human as you are um you know and uh, i would i would dare say that um developers are are uh, people who are the most entrepreneurial and and like open-minded um because it's it's important uh, in their in their in their job and in their focus to to have those values so um yeah i learned a lot about that and it i if you are working in product development or management and and you haven't done the scrum course yet i would highly recommend it um took me about two days full-time maybe maybe a bit more than that I would say let's let's say like maybe maybe a full 23 hours of studying or something like that I don't know um to finish the course and yeah now I'm certified I'm very happy about that I learned so much and I'm looking forward to to doing more so um yeah let's quickly before i'm done uh with before i run out of time for this episode talk about 2024 and my goals for this year i know in a in the previous episode i said like if that's not your vibe you don't have to do it but let's check i'm gonna open my notion because i've got it all on pen and paper um I did like a planning session with my husband where we sat down and we just like we literally had a meeting and we planned our year ahead but not like not like top down instead we just basically talked about some goals that we want personal goals we talked about some date ideas even. We even started a recipe book and stuff. That Those were all like consequences of uh, having the the meeting or the, the you know, I guess it was a sort of a date. We, we planned our year ahead together and things that we would like to do. So I'll just share a couple of mine. And um, maybe I will listen back to this episode at the end of this year and I'll, I will laugh at myself thinking, how could you? Why was that so important to you? But I mean, now is now and later is later, right? So uh, I think one of my main goals is to like get to know myself better. So something that I want to do is I want to spend more time with myself, which sounds maybe silly, but um, that's something that I've neglected in the last, let's say, like, like um i've changed so much uh since i you know emerged in my 20s um and i've grown a lot as well so i want to get to know that person i want to get to know me um who i've become in the last few years um 
and I want to build a relationship with with me um, and uh, maybe that will help with stuff like self-comparison with others uh, it's a toxic trait that I have I compare myself a lot with other people's success um, and I feel like getting to know myself better will bring me like find will help me to find a source of continuous happiness you know something that like keeps me I have this thing when I'm on my when I'm on my phone a lot like I'm doom scrolling I think a lot of us do that um when I'm feeling uncomfortable or negative emotions and and, or sad I don't have a outlet for that and um I'm really proud of myself for having started this podcast because to a certain extent that is one of those things. It's something that I do for me. And um, so far it's it's been a source of happiness. Um, I love to... A few people have come to me and said, Hey, I, I saw that you have a podcast. You posted on LinkedIn about it or you posted on Instagram about it. And I I'm surprised that like actually people are listening and actually people care I didn't think that that would be the case but um anyway that's that's not really about um about them like I'm just I'm just happy that I'm adding value to someone's life that's such a like great feeling but um most of all it should be a a a source of happiness for me so um, another thing is um, that I just I really want to do a couple of things um, like I want to follow my instincts and my um, spontaneity. So I've been having this want or need to maybe I shouldn't say it on here because that means that I have to actually do it but maybe I'll change my mind so fuck it I'll tell you um I've been wanting to dye my hair blue but only only like a little section of it I've never done that before in my life dye hair dye has never touched my hair so that's a part of the reason why I'm a little bit nervous about doing something like that but let's see let's see if I actually commit and um, another thing that I really want to do is to be more brave, especially about the things and people that make me scared. So um, on the outside, I'm, I might seem like a hard nut to crack, but I'm really not. And I'm also very, like I said, like self-deprecative tendencies I have. And I also have like ultra mega imposter syndrome to a certain extent and I want to work on that and um, then I've got the regular shit like advancing my career building my own life something that I can rely on myself and then I've also got uh, to do something for someone someone else that would change their lives I don't know what that means yet but I hope that um, I could add value to someone else's life this year, even if it's just one person, however or whenever that might be. So um, we've hit almost the hour mark for this episode. 
So I'm going to sign off now. Happy, happy, happy new year. And thank you for listening. See you in the next one. Bye bye. Take care of yourself.